Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, February 2nd. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. And thank you, as always, for checking in with us. We appreciate you guys so much, whether it's on Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM. You can also check in with us on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. What's going on here? I have uh, I am trying to get myself put together. Girl, you miss one day of work and then everything is all messed up. What is going on? Good morning, you guys. How are you? Good morning to you. And Puxatani Phil, that, that little devil, he saw his shadow this morning. Which means six more weeks of winter, and it feels like that way outside this morning. Yeah, for sure. You're feeling it's, the chill out there cold. today. I, I came from uh, I came from New Mexico. I was there um, for my aunt's funeral, and it was so cold there. Was I was it? not prepared for how freezing it would be. It was there was snow on the ground, and I dodged a major bullet because. I was originally going to leave this morning, but a huge snowstorm was coming in late last night. So I made it out like in the nick of time. I took the last flight. It was literally the last flight out of Albuquerque. And um, as we're going up in the air, I see all the snow starting to come down. Like we're in the snow. And I'm just like, oh, thank goodness I left when I did. It was crazy. Is it normally like that this time of year? Because if you tell me I'm going to New Mexico, I'm going to Albuquerque, I'm maybe throwing a light jacket. I'm not checking the weather. I'm throwing a light jacket in my bag and just thinking it's going to be a little bit warmer than it is up here. Is it is it typically snow on the ground and yeah, that cold down there? Yeah, they're at a pretty high elevation. And yeah, it was really, really cold. Uh, I texted my aunts just saying like, hey, what's the weather like? And they're like, bring a coat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm so glad I did. So yeah, but great trip in, got in without any problems and it's really good to be back i missed you guys i hope uh everything went okay while i was gone and yeah i just i got back last night and just kind of was like that was the most whirlwind 48 hours i've ever had i just felt like i was in such a daze it was crazy you you left here mid-show on what what was that monday you left and then uh out yesterday and uh yeah how how did everything go how was your family how did everything go yesterday everything went really well it was really really nice um to be with family just to 
to be back in New Mexico. I hadn't been there. And I think I told you guys this when I talked to you uh, before. The last time I was there was when my cousin unexpectedly passed three years. And it was literally three years ago to the day because um, because we had a mass for her. Um, man, I was going from sad event to sad event. So first we went to the wake for my aunt. Uh-huh. Then there was a mass for my cousin, three year anniversary, <coughs> excuse me, of her passing. So we ran to the the church for that. When the mass was over, we ran back to the funeral home for the actual ceremony for the wake for my aunt. Then in the morning, first thing, we went to the church for her mass. It was like, I was like, church, funeral home, mass, um, cemetery, like just all over the place. You guys did it all. Now, was that service for your your cousin planned out already in advance? And that was just going to happen, obviously, yesterday and then in this Unfortunately, your aunt passed away and the timing just kind of lined up like that. It all lined up. Yeah. So um, I had the chance to go and and, uh, you know, say a prayer for for her. And so it was um, it was a really, really sad uh, time, but it was really nice to be with my family. And then just a little added bonus. And I don't know, maybe we talk about this a little bit later, but um, I was so I fly into Albuquerque and then I drive up to a little town that which where they live called Española and but my brother he lives in Albuquerque. So when I flew in on Monday, I got there a little early and I I texted him and and I've talked about it. He and I, you know, we've had our ups and downs and I'm like, "You know what? I'm just I just want I want to try to fix stuff." So I texted him. I was like, "Hey, I know you're working. I know you live close to your work. Would it be okay if I stop by and said hello because I know he goes home for lunch sometimes and he's like that would be amazing so he went home his wife made us lunch um there uh, my niece was there uh and my my nephew he was at school but I got to spend some time with them we had lunch I played Barbies with my niece for like oh my gosh how special oh my gosh it was so nice and then um yesterday when I was coming back I was rushing back because I guess my nephew was really sad that he missed me because he was at school. So uh-huh. I just tried to get back as fast as I could. I literally was able to spend 20 minutes with him, um, but it made his day. It made my day. So it was really special to be able to spend some time with my brother and his family. Yeah, that's, we, we definitely have so many questions here for you. Um, how old are your niece and uh, nephew now? Um, my niece is four and Whoa. my nephew is, uh, gosh, I'm the worst aunt ever. Six? Six? Yeah, well, he's like in, no, he's in second grade, so he must sure. be like six okay. or seven. In, yeah. in my mind, they get, they get little toddlers down there. It's crazy how just like your your mind stops grow, for a child, stops growing. You mentioned your brother and his kids. I still think they have babies down there. I, well, and that's like literally the last time I saw them, they were babies. Was so it really? Like, it was just, yeah, it was long overdue. And so Good it was, you. it was a very healing trip. I, I'm kind of emotional. <laughs> And someone just texted, when when you were in New Mexico, did you visit your car? I did. I got tons of pictures of my car. I'll have to send you pictures of my Volkswagen that my my dad left me that was at my grandpa's house. And um, oh, the the collector's item. Yeah, yeah. I got so many pictures of it, and there's cobwebs all over it. And it's just, (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm I gotta get this thing restored. My I was talking to my husband about it last night. I'm like, well, we gotta put seatbelts in there because there's no seatbelts. There's no seatbelts. No, it's just it's a really awesome car. So we're super happy to have you back. You you were missed. All was well up here. You didn't miss a thing up here. Everything was just, just fine up here but we certainly we certainly missed you and happy to look up and see you sitting in that studio well i am happy to be back i missed you guys a ton and let's uh yeah let's get things started time to start with the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear the world i know by collective soul
you want to hear Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Bega. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. Or do you want to hear Don't Tell Me by Madonna? Those are your choices. All you got to do is get your vote in here. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mumbo number five. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, it was just announced the Washington football team just revealed their new name. The Washington Commanders. I saw the announcement this morning. Uh, I mean, there's rumors of that one, too. I think we all kind of knew that was what was coming, but... They they kept the colors. The colors are still the burgundy and and uh, yellow. But yeah, now they're the commanders, and they don't have a mascot yet. They're waiting for fan the fans to kind of give us give an idea of what they want to see in a mascot. It's funny their uh, local Fox affiliate, I guess, was doing some flyovers of FedEx Field, and they had some signs up inside the stadium that said Washington Commanders. So they kind of the cat was out of the bag. Like last night in Washington D.C., they're like, "You got signs up inside the stadium. We're flying above it. We can see your signs." It was really one of the worst kept secrets, but yeah. Well, now it's official. Now it's out there. The Washington Commanders. So there you go. Adele's Caesar's Palace residency. We've talked about this numerous times. It may be a total goner, and this is now according to multiple sources. This comes from Page Six, and then locally here, Vital Vegas. They say all preparations for the production have ended, and the sets, including that flying platforms are supposed to have have been removed from the Coliseum Theater. The sound system that she insisted upon is being taken out and the original equipment is being reinstalled. But here's like the interesting twist. They're saying that if Adele doesn't go forward with Caesars Palace that she might be picked up by Park MGM over at Dolby Live or even Resorts World. I hope they have the money because uh, I heard some of the prices and I was like, did you know that the the price she was getting at the Coliseum wasn't even the biggest offer that she had. She, she had, had other a, offers in town from other places. Yeah, for way more money, but she took that one because of the size of the theater. And how would that work? This guy, you, one would think there'd be something in her contract that she's all set to go there. She postpones, cancels, and then can she just go to Resorts World within the next year? Like, ah, yeah, sorry, she just didn't work out. I'm yeah. going to be across the, ta- across the street, though, if you guys want to come see me at Resorts World. And they say fans have been told that tickets from their canceled dates will be honored as soon as Adele can negotiate a return to Vegas for the weekend dates. If I'm a fan, like, I, I want my money back now. 40 years later. Seriously? <laughs> Come on now. What? I'm like, I don't I don't even listen to her anymore. I'm done with it. I want my money back. And then one more uh, Adele rumor that was going around. The UK press claimed that Adele dropped out of a planned performance at the Brit Awards next week. But she took to social media to shoot down those rumors and also an announced appearance on the Graham Norton show. She wrote... Hiya, so I'm really happy to say that I am performing at the Brits next week, and I'll also be popping in to see Graham for a chat on the couch while I'm in town, too. Looking forward to it. I wonder if she'll address the whole residency thing. If she does go through that performance, that'll be her first performance since this whole debacle of her residency. She also shot down reports of trouble in a relationship with her boyfriend, Rich Paul, by any of the posts with, oh, and Rich sends his love. 
that she has to address it 100%. That's good. That's what the whole interview will be about. He can't be like, so what's your favorite color? Oh my, could you imagine 10 oh. minutes of Dell and not even bringing no up the way. residency? And then uh, last one here, TV tonight, uh, the third season premiere of Celebrity Big Brother, 8 o'clock on CBS. We've got Carson Kressley's in the house, Chris Kattan, Chris Kirkpatrick, Cynthia Bailey, Misha Tate is in there, Shannon Mokler. Are you going to, I know you, you like Big Brother. Are you going to watch Celebrity Big Brother? Um, If I remember to, I will probably check it out. Uh, you know what? I'll probably set it on the DVR and then I'll check it out later. I'm not, I, I don't know. This cast, is, the cast isn't like completely exciting me. Yeah, well, but maybe I need to give it a chance. Once we get the twists and turns going, we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. It's Mix ninety four point one. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number fifteen fifty nine. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, welcome to the show. Here we are. It is Wednesday, February second, six o'clock. And thank you guys for joining us. It is Groundhog Day. And just wait a little bit. I've got the latest on the groundhog and what we can expect oh, 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 for... We're not uh, speaking of that right now, are we? Oh, were you going to say it? I said it earlier at 5.30. Oh, you did? Yeah, I missed that. First thing, first words out of my mouth. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard you talk about the Washington Commanders in the dirt. I don't remember you saying that. That's so weird. That's my opening line to you this morning at 5.30. Really? Yeah, you said, hey, can I sit? I mean, I think people know what's going on by now. Are, you, are we sitting on it? or? Okay, I... Then, that, let me let me take that off of my hot three story then. That will be deleted right now. You, you said, Go ahead. You said, how's it going? And I'm like, that little devil, that, that uh, Puxitani Phil, he saw his shadow. This I did a whole thing on it this morning at 530. I apologize. <laughs> I just not myself this morning. No, I, I, I guess. I'm really sorry. I've had a lot on my mind. So go ahead. Why don't you make the announcement again for those that missed it? Well, this is big, you guys. <laughs> this is the big news of the day. Puxitani Phil, he saw his shadow. So that means six more weeks of winter. All right. (laughs) I I sincerely apologize. I did not realize that. Mercedes, this doesn't bother me at all. (laughs) How are you? I am good. I am good. We we, we missed you yesterday. And uh, I'll tell you this. I know it started on Monday. But I feel like it really kicked in yesterday here at the radio station. On Monday, it was announced here internally that everyone needs to be back in the building, that we're going to go back to you know, pre-pandemic times here at the radio station, no more working from home unless there's extreme exceptions. And I, I kind of felt like Monday I saw some people, but yesterday, woo, everyone was back in the building Lots yesterday. Of people? Yeah, people I just haven't seen in a long time. Some new people, some guy in the bathroom, like, hey, JC, John, nice to meet you. When you do what in sales? Okay, cool. Well, welcome. Yeah, it's uh, there's, there's energy here at the radio station. Oh wow, I um, I I, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it, but I did. I have to admit, I kind of liked having this whole place to ourselves. It was kind of nice. <laughs> I was, you know, because I went this guy I, I never saw before. I go into the bathroom. I'm like, ah, I'm I'm using the bathroom next to someone here. I haven't done that in a long time. Washing my hands next to someone. Okay, nice to see you. Yeah, here. it was always like our little spot, and and uh, there are a lot of. Uh, my co-workers though that I, I miss seeing and so that'll be nice to catch up it'll just be weird having everyone back in the building though. yeah it was just it was just weird like walking down the hallway and, and doors are open and people are in their offices and people are walking around it's just you know it hasn't been that way we've had people kind of you know come in but still everyone still kind of had the option to work at home this is the first time it's like hey everyone is back here so you'll you'll see that as the morning progresses yeah that that'll be very interesting uh yeah i just uh it's like i felt completely removed from work when i was out of town like i didn't check emails i I had a hard time responding to texts like it was weird it being in like i don't know if it's just 
what 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 I was involved in and and being at a funeral and stuff and I had a lot going on there but I felt completely removed so now just like getting back to real life and my real world I kind of feel overwhelmed this morning with just everything that's going on I'm just like trying to like read my stuff I'm like oh my gosh this happened yesterday oh wow oh gosh like I I feel like I was gone for a week not a day it was so weird when you do like a whirlwind trip like that and also you you're dealing with with the, the sadness and you you lost a, a, a close family right you know a family, a relative of yours. That's a hard thing to, to, to handle uh, and to grieve over. So one, you're dealing with that, but then secondly, you're just sucked out of this world. You're, you're down there by yourself. Your family's not down there. It's a whirlwind trip. You left mid show. You flew back last night. That, that's a lot to go on. And then once you get home, so kind of like process the fact that you lost your aunt, your godmother's a lot happening. It's yeah, it's been really weird. I am just uh, so out of it. So if you say anything else in the next, you know, few hours and I space it, I apologize. I am just in oh, a, well, kind of a weird headspace right now. I'm trying to get used to it. It's like I wasn't I was gone for less than 48 hours. What is wrong with you? Why can't you get your stuff together here, lady? I think you got your stuff together. And- and I don't think Puxatani Phil is going to be an issue this morning. <laughs> God help us if it is. Yeah, Lord no help me if it is. <laughs> Woo! All right, today's show, it is Wednesday, so that means we got two truths and a lie. That's coming up right around 6.30. There's tickets for you to go see Lady Gaga. We have them in the 8 o'clock hour, 8.25 on those. And then in about 15 minutes, your tickets to go see the original Harlem Globetrotters. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? This weekend's All-Star Weekend is shaping up to welcome some big names, and not just in hockey, the American Idol alum that took a spill again, and Krispy Kreme making your Valentine's Day sweet. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in What's Trending. Class Animals Heat Waves. That's the number three song in the country right now. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, right after What's Trending, where there's tickets for you to go see the original Harlem Globetrotters. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. NHL All-Star is uh, weekend is trending this morning. The NHL announced the full lineup of its entertainment and special guests for the 2022 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend here in Vegas. It's going to be great. So Blanco Brown will be singing the national anthem with singer Feuzia. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, She will be performing O Canada before the game on Saturday. Celebrity judges for the NHL All-Star Skills Competition include John Hamm, actor John Hamm. Terry Fader is going to be a part of it. And then hockey legends Paul Coffey and Mark Messier. Uh, It was previously announced that Machine Gun Kelly will be performing in the game's second intermission, while Grammy Award-winning artist DJ Zed will open with a performance during player introductions. And there's also this huge NHL fanfare, this interactive experience that starts tomorrow over at the convention center, the brand new West Hall, where you can get your picture taken with the Stanley Cup. There's a skills competition on Thursday. They're going to have all the mascots from every single team competing. I don't know if it's a a street hockey game or what, but all the mascots are going to be there, so it's going to be a real interactive weekend between that and then also the Pro Bowl in town this weekend. Yeah, it's just going to be so so crazy this weekend but it's it's cool. I mean it's, it's, wow, I, I just can't believe that we're at that point where it's like we have the Pro Bowl, we have this NHL All-Star game, we have the Grammys, like there's just so much happening. It's we're, so awesome. It's Yeah, it's not, think about where we were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. We're the first city ever to have the NFL Pro Bowl, the draft, and then the Super Bowl all in the same city. Yeah, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah, so that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Simon Cowell. 
He really needs to learn how to wear a helmet while riding his e-bike because he got into yet another crash. Apparently, we're just getting word of this now, but last Thursday he was in London and he was going 20 miles per hour on a wet road when he slipped and flew over the handlebars. He had to go to the hospital. He was released the same day with a broken left arm and a badly bruised cheek and also probably a concussion. A source says that Simon had blood all over his face and that he looked like, quote, something from Phantom of the Opera. Another source added that he is doing well and he's healing at home. If you remember, he had an e-bike accident back in August of 2020. And in that one, he actually broke his back in three different places. So he uh, he doesn't have good luck on there. And I'm not sure why he's not putting a helmet on at this point. Yeah, I understand maybe the passion of wanting to get back on his e-bike. He loves it so much. It's, it's so freeing being on it. But put some safety gear on dude helmet at least protect yeah, yourself man that is just crazy yeah. so i'm glad to hear he's doing well and then finally this morning Krispy cream is trending valentine's day they come out i feel like they just kind of outdo themselves every year they they have their 2022 valentine's day donut collection that they just released and they do this for the couple of weeks leading up to valentine's day they have four new special heart-shaped donuts and they sound Incredible. Um, the very best Valentine's donut, which is a donut dipped in chocolate icing and chocolate sprinkles. And then it's it's decorated like a little teddy bear. It's so cute with chocolate cream and icing, eyes and nose. They have the Be Mine donut, which is the it's filled with strawberries and cream. And it's dipped in red icing and decorated with pink icing. Um, then they have the Cookie to My Cream donut, which is a donut filled with cookies and cream dipped in white icing and decorated with a chocolate icing drizzle and confetti hearts. And then the My Batter Half Donut. This one's filled with cake batter, you guys. It's dipped mm. in pink icing and topped with heart sprinkles. I just can't get enough of these. I never eat them. I never buy them. But I just like talking about them because they sound so delicious. And that is what's trending. Let's do this right now. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a really fun prize. We are giving away a four-pack of tickets to the original Harlem Globetrotters. Spread the Game Tour. It's happening. At the Thomas and Mac on March 1st, we want to send you right now your tickets here at 702 364 9400. You just got to be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you win. It's as easy as that. So, caller 20, you're playing right now 702 364 9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, Elizabeth. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I'm so ready. Okay, let's get you this four-pack of tickets to check out the original Harlem Globetrotters. We've got three categories for you to choose from. Do you want to go with bread and butter, drive safe, or reptiles? Ooh, let's do bread and butter. Bread and butter. National Croissant Day was on Sunday. So these are all foods that have bread in them, okay? Some kind of bread. All right? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? 
I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Elizabeth, you have 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. You're going to get these tickets to go see the original Harlem Globetrotters, and you start now. You get this at Domino's. You put pepperoni on it. Pizza? Yes. Um, You get this at Subway. You put ham on it. Sandwich? Yes. This is, um, you might have this with gravy in the morning for breakfast. Yes. This is, uh, you put this in this machine, and it darkens the piece of bread you make. Yeah. This is, um, you put, you schmear cream cheese all over it. Bagel. Yes. If you go to Olive Garden, you get a basket of these. They're the best. Yes. yes. Woo! We are carb fans, obviously. We know our bread. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Great prize you just won. A four-pack of tickets to the original Harlem Globetrotters, the Spread the Game Tour, March 1st. Thomas and Mac. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning. And then with Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to go see Lady Gaga when she gets back to town with her residency. And up next, oh, you ready? Time for two truths and one lie. Two of us are going to tell you the truth. The other person is just a liar. That's all there is to it. But they're going to tell you a doozy that'll make you double. It'll make you second guess yourself. So are you ready to figure out who the liar is on the show? We are going to be playing two truths and one lie next. The game is two truths and a lie. True. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. All right. We are ready. If you are on social media right now, open up Facebook. Go to our page, Mercedes in the Morning, and you can see us play two truths and one lie live. I think there's a big advantage to that. You can see our facial expressions. You can see, like, am I looking up left? What does it mean if you're lying? Looking up left? I think left. Okay, so if you're lying. Juicy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, so on camera, so I, I look, my left is Steph, so sometimes I look to the left. Sometimes I look to the left to see the board, too, the controls and stuff. But, yeah. Or I could be lying. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So two truths and a lie. Two of us are going to be telling you the truth about something. One of us will be lying. We have predetermined who's doing what. So everyone, take a look at what you have been assigned. And okay. Uh, All right. So any takers for first? Why don't you go first, Mercedes? I'll go first. Okay. So. And you say go because remember we have the timer. We start a timer. Oh, yeah, so that's you right. say when you're ready, I'll start it. You got 30 seconds. And there's going to be music that's going to play to wrap you up. That's kind of one of the new things. Yes. We're just because we were going on and on about. Oh, my story, gosh. So <laughs> we, need to, we need to shut it down. So, yes, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. So uh, I have a friend who is mad at me. Ironically. For not liking the show Friends. I don't know how that happens. But last week I posted this meme about not liking the show Friends. And it was like my face when Friends is on. And the face was like like totally serious. <laughs> and, and she saw my husband yesterday and she goes, I'm mad at your wife. And he's like, why? And she goes, because she doesn't like Friends. And I was like... <laughs> Okay. okay. Sorry. I don't like Friends. I know it's a great show. I know everyone likes it. I was not entertained. End of story. There you go. Now, do you think this friend, if they saw Matt, is this friend with his friend, is they get to confront you about it face to face? Or is it just like a passing comment to Matt? Or do you think, have you felt heat directly from this friend? Is it all through your husband? It, I haven't come in contact with her. I uh-huh. guess he ran into her somewhere yesterday and he told me, he's like, so and so's mad at you. And I'm like, why? And she, he goes, because you don't like friends. Like, You're like one of her friends? Yeah. She has a friend? No, the show friends. It was just like, okay, well, what can I do? I can't, uh, should I tell, should I lie and tell her I love it? Uh, whatever. But 
anymore. My story's going on too long. How close of a friend are you with this person? We used to be a lot closer, honestly. I think, like, the pandemic, we kind of, you know, didn't. we don't hang out as much. But we still keep in touch on social media. And I remember when I posted that meme, she sent the angry emoji, the red face (laughs) emoji. (laughs) Okay. uh, But, yeah, so I have a friend who is mad at me because I don't like friends, which I thought was hilarious. So that's awesome. Go. I love that meme, by the way, Mercedes, that you posted. Really good. I'm sorry, but anyway, that that's my story. So who okay. wants to go next? I'll go next. I'll okay. go boy, girl, or girl, boy, girl today. That's the lie. There's the lie. <laughs> We've got a secret, you guys. Uh, Man, Mercedes. Uh, we'll start in three, two. Because I'm super excited about this. The WWE's Money in the Bank pay-per-view is coming to Allegiant Stadium Saturday, July 2nd. It's supposed to be announced this week, but on Friday, July 1st, they're doing like this Legends Tour. Greg the Hammer Valentine, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, the Honky Tonk Man, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And they asked me to be one of the moderators. So I'm going to be there like on stage talking to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, all these like old-time wrestlers and stuff, and that's supposed to happen on Friday, July 1st. They said I could talk about it, but for some reason the press release is not out. I actually believe that because I'm like, who, the what, the who, the who, the, the, the tonka, steamboat, tinka. the, the <laughs> lizard, Larry. Ricky uh, the Dragon Steamboat. Like, I, I don't Greg even the know how you would come up with names like that. Like, that's all foreign to me. And I can't think of any reason why you would lie about something like, like I that. I can't even ask a question. I don't know any of this language that you're speaking, They JC. are all, the names I mentioned are all legendary WWE wrestlers from, from the 80s and 90s. And some of them still wrestled in the early 2000s. But they're the ones that are apparently going on this like Legends Tour. They're going to have, you can, almost like this uh, NHL fanfare, take your picture with the, with the belt and stuff. It's going to be a cool thing. Moderator means in what in what way? do you Is, is it like a, a panel and then yes. you're just moderating each person? Yeah, like ladies and gentlemen, here's Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay. So what was it like when you and Brutus the Barber Beefcake broke up your tag team back at WrestleMania 3? Questions okay. like that. I'll kind of guide him through questions. When is this? Friday, July 1st. The pay-per-view oh, is a on. Long time yeah, it's, now. it's a couple yeah. months away. Yeah, I I I. I don't think you would lie about something like that. How would you even come up with that? Like, except how? the names. The names sound made up. <laughs> they, they do, but but wrestling fans know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. Wait, do you think I would lie then also make up fictitious WWE superstar names? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, no, Tommy, the, I don't. the Switchblade Jones. Because <laughs> we wouldn't know if you're lying or yeah, not. Yeah, we have no clue. Maybe our listeners would though. <laughs> All right, Steph, you're up. All right, ready? Ready? Yep. Three. Two, one. So you or some of you may know that me and my husband, James, are from San Diego and we grew up there, went to high school there. And while James was playing basketball in high school after school, he got invited to a house party. And at this house party, he got to party with Olympic gold medalist Sean White. Sean White is from Carlsbad, and he, my husband James, went near that area, same high school, similar high school in near Collars, Carlsbad, and they partied together the same year he went to the Olympics. Hmm. You talking about the flying tomato? Flying tomato? Is that his name? Yeah, that's yeah, his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he has a house here now. He does? Yes. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. The company that renovated my house renovated his house. I got, one of, I got one of his light switch things. I should have used that for my story. But anyway, uh, you... <laughs> anyway, you... <laughs> you, yeah, you. you. About you. What questions do you have? Uh, I, so, wait. So, when was this party? I have so, two questions. Uh, I believe the party was in 2006. The okay. first year he went to the Olympics. And I... 
uh, I didn't know James and, back then. You've, but... you've been with us before. You've been on the show when the Winter Olympics have taken place before, correct? Yes. Funny this story has never come never up when talking about story. the Olympics or, hey, Sean White won the gold medal last night or whatever. You never been like, oh, by the way, I got a connection. Interesting you sat on this one. I actually just found out this week that he that James did it because I think a commercial came on with Sean White and he goes, oh, I used to party. I partied with Sean White back in the day. I'm like, you did? Well, let me use this for two truths and a lie. Uh, so what, how did they party? What'd they drink? Oh, I don't know. I think they, they were 16, 17, you know, lemonade. Oh, lemonade. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Maybe some Gatorade was there. It was after, uh, they were playing basketball. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He was an Olympian after all. He was an Olympian. Yeah, he can't be drinking. <laughs> what do you guys think? 702-364-9400 is our number. You can call us. You can text us. You can let us know on Facebook. Tyler says Mercedes lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. David thinks JC is lying this morning. TJ says, it's Mercedes. I got to be the liar. And then Navardo says, Steph is a liar for sure with authority. Melissa thinks it's me. Man, you guys just think I'm lying? What the heck? Uh, let's you go can't to... have friends that are that shallow. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, this text says, JC lied. He collects the figures. He would be way more excited. That's from Daniel. All right. Let's do the big Very reveal. Observant, Daniel. Very let's observant. do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. Me. Oh, yeah. man. Now, I don't know if she's for real mad at me, but she did run into my husband yesterday and said, I'm mad at her. She posted a meme about not liking friends. That's my favorite show. And I was like, should I text her? He goes, no, she'll get over it. I was like, that's just the weirdest thing to be mad at someone about. Probably a sarcastic comment, but also we'll never let it go. Exactly. <laughs> Twist it around on the radio. Oh this is good. So sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I'm not a fan, but there you go. Yeah. I, that was the truth, unfortunately. Truth teller number two. It's me! <laughs> yeah, my husband James, he parties with Sean White. I didn't know much about the guy. I knew he was really from San Diego. He was an Olympic gold medalist. And that, yeah, he partied with him. Um, He actually, Sean went to uh, Cal State San Marcos, where my husband also eventually went to college, but Sean didn't graduate. He was too cool. He, he got all these gold medals. <laughs> yeah, who needs who needs, he doesn't need college? Who needs college when you got medals? So, wow, we're we're in shock right now because JC, I thought that was the truth. We're That's supposed, not the truth. We're is, supposed, it, is it on June 30th instead of July? No, 1st? no, it's completely made. Compl- <laughs> supposed to lie, so I completely fabricated a that story. That was a great one because I totally went along. was like hook, line, and sinker on that one. That's hilarious. All pr- real wrestlers. So that I mentioned, they're all like actual. I didn't make up any of the names, but that whole thing I just made up wow. on the fly. I, I had a truth ready to go, and I saw I had to lie. I'm like, uh oh, better come up with something fast. That was good. You're that a good was, liar. I, mean, I seriously was like, I'm not going to even ask a question. That's the truth. That was great. You really. I had think us the going. only thing that threw me off was the press release isn't out yet. So I'm like, hmm, the press release isn't out yet, but uh, I'll give them the but credit. But it's in July, so that's yeah, yeah that's normal. Wait, uh, that Money in the Bank pay per view is happening July 2nd. That 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 is true. That's happening at Allegiant Stadium. There's okay. a wrestling event, but the whole legends thing i made it up <laughs> good job it's part man. of the game right you're getting good at this lying thing coming up next is the hot three what do you got for us all right the worst kept secret in sports washington officially announces their new name we'll tell you what it is also do you think if there were no internet you would get bored a lot of us are uh, very optimistic on that end and what are some of the sayings that we use that are actually going extinct we're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the hot three 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right. It was the worst kept secret in sports. And after a renaming process that took 18 months and two full NFL seasons, the team formerly known as the Washington Football Club introduced their new nickname on Wednesday. The Commanders. The franchise has spent the last two seasons as the Washington football team after retiring its previous name of the Redskins in the summer of 2020. The football team removed its prior logo and stripes from its helmet. They replaced it with gold numbers on the burgundy shell. The rest of the uniform remained the same, but the team's nickname was replaced with Washington on the chest. A stylized W replaced the club's previous logo, and now a new W that fits its fresh branding is going to take place. The new W is similar to the previous logo, too, but it includes lines across the uh, letter to create a beveled look. That's also a little more symmetrical than the previous uh, W logo. They kept the burgundy and gold colors. So, yeah, there you have it. The Washington Commanders. Yeah, that's cool. It works for me. Washington Commanders. It's the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Washington Commanders this weekend. It sounds like it's going to be a big game. I have a, a question, and this is probably a regional thing for that area. Um, I saw them making the announcement this morning on the Today Show. Like They had the general manager on and one of the players and um, they were talking about it and they were saying like, I think, you know, commanders really represents the DMV. Is that like an area? Yeah. The, D- uh, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Oh, okay. Cause yeah. they kept referring to the DMV and I'm like, what does the DMV have to do with this? You think it's driver's I license? no and, idea. I yeah. was so confused. I'm like, why do they keep talking about the DMV? Okay, thank you. Now I feel so much or, better. Uh, D- uh, District, Maryland, Virginia area. So all the, the, the three areas that uh, the Washington commanders uh, represent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Now I just learned something new. I'm just like, well, okay. I, well, was there, Nvidia, I, I, was, I don't know how it represents the DMV, <laughs> but whatever. I was there for five years, so some of those stuff, uh, that did stick with me. <laughs> so, 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 so my, my time I, it's it's so weird i keep I, like it was almost like i, I black it out uh block it out there that like i lived in dc for five years that like, was, I was right there life. in our nation's capital it's crazy <laughs> um my husband just texted us he he said i just read that their new cheer is let's go commando Nuh-uh. Oh, no no is he not. messing with me it can't be yes he must be telling me a joke okay i don't believe that <laughs> two truths and one lie you liar <laughs> i'm sure though that all the the uh, the opponents will start doing that <laughs> let's go command you know that's a great <laughs> che- that's a great cheer for cowboys fans and eagles fans and giants fans when they come to town that's great all right also this morning if someone stops looking at you and starts tooling around on their phone that seems like a telltale sign that they're bored and they don't care about you <laughs> so is it surprising that in a new poll, 28% of people claim they would never get bored without a cell phone or the internet? I mm, I don't know if I believe that, but okay. Uh, yes, people over 55 are far more likely to agree with that than younger people. And another 6% said that they wouldn't get bored until they've been without a phone or the internet for more than a day. On the other end of the spectrum, 11% of people say they would get bored within 30 minutes and 14% say they would get bored within two hours. I I think I can go a day without being bored. But after a day, I would, I would need my I would need my internet. With my phone, I need to start doing stuff. I could, I'd easily go a day, maybe maybe two days, but at some point, I just want to grab it and see what's going on in the world. Yeah, I think I would get bored within a couple of hours, and I I say bored loosely, meaning that I I just feel like I've become so addicted to mm-hmm. my phone that just by 
like involuntary reflex. I would just go to open it just to have something to look at. So it would probably be a couple hours. Although while I was out of town, I was not on my phone at all. And I felt so lost when I came back to the real world after 24 hours. I'm like, Tom Brady, retire? What? <laughs> What's happening? I had no clue as to what was going on. When we went to uh, Wyoming last summer and the, the, the Wi-Fi was real spotty at the place we were staying. And I went to like the, the check-in area. I'm like, hey, the Wi-Fi is not working. She's like... Like enjoy yourself. Just, like uh, so you know, re- go for a hike. Nature. Yeah, you're in the beautiful <laughs> surroundings, and it's you're, you're right because you're so used to just a quick check. I'm like, why? Well, I don't need to check Instagram. So why? But you're still grabbing your phone and doing that, doing that look check to see what's going on. Which program that way? It's it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, finally, this morning, if you say "pardon my French" to a young person, they might actually think you speak French. A new poll has looked at some of the old sayings that are going extinct, and pardon my French is one of them. <laughs> I, I have not heard anyone say that for a very it's long time. It's been a time. while. 48% of people under 50 say said they'd say pardon my French, uh, and 49% would never say... the, the I've, I've heard... My husband say this before. I think you may have... You used to say I don't think I've heard you say it in a long time, but selling like hotcakes... Have you heard that? Phrase? Oh yeah, for the phrase. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I maybe I probably said it at some point. Not, or another. Uh, yeah. not for a long time. My husband says it a lot, and I'm like, what does that even mean? And does anyone understand that anymore? Here are some other old sayings that that they say are going extinct. Over half of people under fifty say they never use any of these. Okay, uh, a flash in the pan. What is that? Just like, oh man, his his career was a flash in the pan. Yeah, like, it's it was real a quick fast. One. Yeah, dead as a doornail. Beating a dead horse. Which is so graphic and violent. It really is. I, I say that one, though. I'm like, I don't mean to beat a dead horse. Like, wait, okay, why are you beating a dead I horse? I never beat a dead Holy horse. Holy cow, That's so awful. violent. Um, toe the line. Isn't there a song from the 80s? Toe the line. Mm, I don't know. You're you're a resident 80s expert. I am. You tell me. The 80s Revisited with JC, only on Odyssey. I do love my 80s. Ah, I feel like we talked about it on the show. It was a song that your friend had mentioned. Ah, to- is it a song from the 80s? Anyone know that toe the line? Is it a song from the 80s? Let I, us know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, drop a line. Hey, I got to drop this person a line. Uh, steal my thunder. Be there or be square. <laughs> Please don't say that. Uh, put a sock in it. That's like 50s talk, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, put a sock. Fonzie said that. Hey, we're having, we're going to the sock hop. Be there or be square. Hey, right. I, I can't make it. Put a sock in it. <laughs> uh, cool as a cucumber. That Fonzie's cool as a cucumber, and it's raining like cats and dogs. Those are the 10 phrases that they say are just completely going extinct. All right, coming up here, we do have the dirt right around 7.15, and Janet Jackson, she is setting records. Details on the way. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Thank you guys for joining us. It is 7 o'clock. Today is a very, very special day. Today is 2 2 22. And I know people get really like geeked out about numbers like that. Um, that it's just like once in a lifetime. And it, you're not going to see another one of these days. I know there's going to be two 22 22, uh, but like you're not going to see 3 3 33 for another 11 years. You won't see 4 4 44 for, that, for 22 years. Yeah. You know, it's going to be. It's going to be a long time before we see something like this again. So this is a very special day. And I don't know if you're if people are like this, but I I notice numbers. I I mean, I really notice numbers and I feel like certain numbers follow me around and I need to. There's there's a book that talks about 
angel numbers and these are the numbers that are trying to send you messages and if you see like let's say you look at the clock at 11 11 every day and you i know a lot of people say oh make a wish make a wish 11 11 um they're saying that the angels or the universe or whatever is trying to send you some sort of a message do you see certain numbers uh around because i always see 7 11 for some reason um that w- that's a big one that I see a lot. And I, I automatically think of like 7-Eleven, the store. I see that all the time. And then because I, I think I work here, 941, I see that all the time. Mm-hmm. 941, it's crazy. Uh, I do the 941 as well because I also work at Mix 94.1. And that, that number you jumps. You do? At- I do, yeah. Oh, wow. What a- <laughs> Who knew that? Do you know that, Steph? <laughs> Steph, do you work here at Mix 94.1 as well? I, I do, I think. I do wake you up see, super you, early for it. Is that something with everyone that works here? Because that jumps out. Do you see it as well, 941? I don't actually see 941 a lot. I see a lot of consistent numbers like 111, 222, 333. I mean, yesterday alone, I saw. 333-999 and 888 at least within the an hour uh between each other and that was just driving home and being at home where are you seeing oh, that 999 at uh on license plates oh and there's a ton like billboards because a lot of phone numbers they do a lot of repeating numbers oh, like, yeah call so-and-so at 111-888-3333 so they're easy to remember too there, there was a number the number 29 it had a, like a controlling factor over me for the longest time and that was a number i would see all the time and it affected me in a negative way because when i was 16 i was a passenger in a really really bad car accident and my buddy on the football team was the was the driver and he was number 29 on the football team. So for the longest time, I was, I was messed up. I associated that number 29 with bad luck. And it was so controlling that if I was in a room and if it was 729 in the morning and my mom was calling me to come downstairs, I wouldn't leave my room until it turned to 730 because in my mind, leaving a room when the clock was on 29 was setting my mindset for something bad to happen. It, it controlled me for many, many years after the accident. They, they say that the angel number 29 mm-hmm. is meant to reinforce your trust in yourself and your competence, and that it's encouraging you to indulge in humanitarian activities and humbleness and with humbleness and empathy. So I don't know if that means anything to you, but that's what the angel number 29 supposedly means. Interesting. Yeah, for years, that number just controlled me. And I finally just kind of, you know, realized how silly it was and, and grew out of it. But I, st- I still notice the number. It just doesn't have that effect on me. Um, I just looked up my angel number 711, the uh-huh. one I see all the time. And it says angel number 711 can be an indication that you need to let go of your past, forgive yourself and others, and continue to progress forward. You should also n- try not to compare yourself with others or feel shame for the wrongs you have committed in the past. Wow. I mean, that's applicable to a lot of people, I think. Uh-huh. But I, I, yeah, I could definitely apply that. Um, what's your What's your angel number? Uh, do you see like palindromes? Like, do those? Does that mean a lot to you as far as the dates are concerned? And what's just the number? I can I can look up and see if the angel number is available and tell you what it means. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Brianna, good morning. Hi. Um, so my husband and I we met. Um, on eleven twenty one ten, we started dating on one twenty two eleven. We uh, then got married eleven years from the day we met on eleven twenty one twenty one. So like ones and twos are like really like important to me. Like that's why we picked all of, like you know the wedding date like that. And it just happened to be that it was eleven years 
like from the day we met. Is that crazy? Like they're just like, yeah. How is that a coincidence? You just feel like there has to be something with that. That is so interesting. Thanks for sharing that, Brianna. Have a great day. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer, good morning. We're talking angel numbers. Mm-hmm. What is it for you? So my birthday is um, August 19. So every time I look at the time, for some odd reason, I see 819. It just happened to be 819. So 819. Oh, so do you know what the angel number 819 means? No. It's um. Th- they say that it relates to... um positive abundance self-confidence and it's a message to maintain your positive attitude and optimistic expectations with your divine life purpose so keep up that positive attitude jennifer that's a that's the message to you isn't that kind of cool very nice. I love that. I love it. Thank you for calling. That's interesting. Uh, the, uh, the power of numbers. Yeah. Two, two, 22. Let me see really quick what 941 is since we all, uh, since you and I both see that. Uh, that is a symbol of perseverance, courage, and sincerity. This number does not have many negative characteristics, but it can also carry the message Oh, now it cut off. <laughs> it's like, what message? What it's message? A, it's a teaser. It's just like this radio station. Oh. We'll get you with a tease. But it says there's not anything negative with this. So if you're listening to it, that's good. Yeah. It says it has a special energy that helps us to be better in many fields of life. So remember that, y'all. See what we do with 94.1? <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Janet Jackson. She is setting records. I'll explain it in about 10 minutes. Adele, she's set to perform next Tuesday night at the Brit Awards. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Actually, let's, let's start off with Adele because there's some audio I didn't get to earlier today regarding Adele. And a story we touched on earlier that if it, let's say she does leave Caesars, that, that residency doesn't happen. There's rumors going around that she may be picked up by Park MGM, Dolby Live, or over at Resorts World. But I think... My new favorite source when it comes to entertainment and hot Hollywood gossip would be your Aunt Cecil. Oh, yeah. She knows what's going on. Cecil is, uh, she keeps up on it. She, I, she spoke the truth yesterday because uh, <laughs> you asked if we had any questions. And I, I wanted to get Cecil's opinion if, if Adele would actually, this residency would take place. And if you missed the audio, here's Mercedes and her Aunt Cecil yesterday. Hey, Cecil, do you think Adele will actually go through with her residency? Oh. <laughs> huh? Huh? I had so many people. Uh, I was talking to my mom last night, and she was like, "I love Mercedes and Patsy and Cecil. They were great." I'm like, "Aren't they awesome?" They were. They are so funny. I actually had a really nice time hanging out with the two of them. They seem really cool. <laughs> they seem really cool. If you think you're always hearing Ed Sheeran on the radio, well, you're probably right. According to new data from Vibrate, which analyzed 24,000 radio stations in 150 countries, Ed Sheeran is the most played artist on the radio worldwide, getting. 4.3 million plays on airwaves over the past 12 months. That is really insane if you think about it. Good for him. Now, coming in just behind Ed Sheeran is Dua Lipa. 4.2 million spins. And then coming behind Dua Lipa is a guy that got zero Grammy nominations, what, a year ago? The weekend. I think he's doing okay. Yeah. 
Hey, did you watch any of this Lifetime uh, Janet Jackson documentary they had on over the past weekend? I have not gotten to it yet, but I definitely intend to. Yeah, it, it, there was a four-hour docu-series over four nights. It averaged 3.1 million viewers on Lifetime, and that was Lifetime's best ratings for a nonfiction program since that Surviving R. Kelly special they did in 2019. And we have not seen numbers like this since ESPN aired The Last Dance about DeMichael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. And that was a great documentary, too. Yeah, I've seen a lot of talk on that, and it, it sounds like it's really good. Yeah, there's one thing that we kind of touched on when you were out yesterday was that in the documentary, Janet says that she and Justin talked once after the incident, the wardrobe malfunction, mm-hmm. and she advised him to keep quiet because she didn't want him to deal with any drama. And so they're saying that's why that's why Timberlake never spoke. It's like, okay, I understand. Janice said, you know, listen, I got this. Don't worry about it. I'll handle it. If I'm Justin Timberlake and the heat keeps building and coming down on her, I'm going to say, okay, I appreciate you offering to help me, Janet, but I need to step up and say something. I need to step in here and voice my, my thoughts and opinions on the whole thing. It's like when it's your birthday and you're like, ah, no, I don't get me anything for my birthday. I don't need anything. Yes. No, no. And then, like, you you really want them to? <laughs> <laughs> like, just say something. Come on. Uh, and, then, and yeah, and then if you're also finding out that all the friends that are attending your birthday party are also buying you gifts, maybe I would buy you a gift. Yes. Exactly. You told me not to, but all your friends are getting one, so I might get you a gift. Country music star Mickey Guyton will be singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Her album, Remember Her Name, was recently Grammy-nominated for Best Country Album of the Year. And now the early over-under, which is kind of right around the same for every national anthem when it comes to, to betting, on it is two minutes. So do you think Mickey's going to go over or under two minutes? I think she is going to go just over. Just over? Two minutes and four seconds. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say she's under. I'm going to say she's going to go 156. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I'm so glad they picked her. She's got a beautiful voice. I think that's a that's a great pick. Let's go back to some of the past performers. So the over and under, let's say, is two minutes on all of these, okay? Demi Lovato, 2020. Was she over or under when she performed it? Uh, I'll say Demi was over. Demi was under, under a minute 55. Wow. Let's go back to 2017. Luke Bryan, over or under two minutes? Under? Luke Bryan I'm was over at this game. 209. Okay, two more here. 2016, Lady Gaga, over or under two minutes when it comes to singing the national anthem? I'll say over. Lady Gaga, she's over two minutes and 22 seconds. Oh, my goodness. And let's do Billy Joel, the piano man, who is coming to Las Vegas this month. Um, was Billy Joel in 2007 when he did the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Was he over or under two minutes? I'm going to say under. Billy Joel was under one minute and 44 seconds. I just picture him singing it like that one song where he sings like. I was like, can you see? We didn't start the fire. The cadence of that song, right? He just like belted out like, so let's get this over and done. Let's go. I got things to do. I'm the piano man. Lady Gaga. Speaking of Gaga, she is bringing her jazz and piano residency. It's coming back to Dolby Live at Park MGM. Tickets on sale Friday. We have yours next hour at 825. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is 732. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. I'm glad to be back. I missed you guys. I was out of town yesterday. It's so nice to be back with you. I feel like I was 
gone for two weeks. I don't know why. I feel like this. I'm like, I missed one day. Why does this all feel so foreign to it me? It does seem so like a bizarre. long time. <laughs> it, it, isn't it weird how time works? Oh. Just, my, my mindset too. I'm like, man, she's been gone for a long time. You're gone for a day. <laughs> like literally, I was gone less than 48 hours. And I came back. I'm like, wow, that was the weirdest trip ever. Monday but, seems like five years ago. It's yeah, really weird how this week crazy. is going. Crazy. One of the things I did on Monday was uh, Monday after the show, I got my nails done. And, and I, there's, I think there's certain professions out there that double as as a therapist. I definitely think hairstylists are there. Um, you have your, your, your client there in your chair, and they just seem to open up. At least I do with uh, with my stylist, Larry. Like, he is my therapist. I talk about all kinds of things with him. But when I go and get my nails done, I, I really don't talk too much. I just kind of sit there. I watch the TV and, and enjoy the process. But as I'm sitting there on Monday, I'm kind of listening to this, some of the conversations around me where there's some ladies that are – ladies that are in the chair there just really – unloading to the nail tech. So I'm assuming that must be another job that kind of acts as a therapist, doubles as a therapist. Cause I didn't look at her, but the one lady next to me, she was going on about her ex and she can't stand him. And he had to take, or was about to take some SR seven test. I don't know what that is. Does anyone know what an SR seven test is? Cause her ex was about to take this. And she said he was really, really stressed. And she added that she hopes that he fails it. So I don't know oh, what it is. Wow. I don't know what her ex did, but she's some good vibes right there. Yeah, and then the text like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I see, yeah. But she's just like unloading about her ex to the to the nail tech there and, and how she hopes that he fails his SR seven test, whatever that is. What so do you have one of those jobs where you feel like you double as a therapist? Maybe you come home and you are just so mentally and emotionally drained because sometimes I mean, sometimes I think it could be very fulfilling to try to help people work their way through certain issues in their life. But other times, you know, we've all been there with that person that's like a black hole that just sucks everything out of you. And it's it's hard. It's draining. Um, and to go to work every day to, with the intent of doing one job, but then doing two jobs, <laughs> therapist and then whatever your actual job is, that's going to be hard. Who has a who has a job like that? 702-364-9400. Steph, your, your dad says he feels like he's kind of a therapist. Right. He does. And I've talked about it on the show. He's a psychic. He reads people's fortunes. He does tarot cards. But he says after he's done with some of his clients, he just feels so emotionally exhausted because not only is he feeling like he needs to tell them their future, but he's also trying to say like, hey, you know, even if this doesn't work out, I see someone in the future for you that's really just going to make you happy. But sometimes that client is so focused on wanting to fix that person. And it's usually the love in the relationships types of things where he feels like he needs to be a therapist. You try to give him some direction with the, you know, what the cards say or whatever. I totally get that. I uh, I was sitting at the bar at the Albuquerque airport yesterday uh, waiting to get on my flight. And I had my laptop and I was doing work for the show. And I was just sitting there minding my own business doing doing my work. And this guy sits next to me. And I immediately was like, oh, God, please don't start up a conversation. Because I could feel him looking at me like like trying to make eye contact and i was like literally sitting just staring at my computer i did i just was not in the mood to talk just came from a funeral just didn't feel like talking and so once he realized that i was not gonna <laughs> stop talk to him he started talking to the bartender and this lady she was so nice she she let me order off the kids menu i was so i was so grateful to her he would not stop talking to her. I felt so bad for her to the point where I felt like I should jump in because he's he's like, what's your name? And she's like, my name is Rosa. And he's like, Rosa, do you take supplements? And she's like, what? 
And he's like, do you take supplements? Because I got to tell you, your body produces this chemical called NG, blah, 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 and you should be taking this and don't buy it at Whole Foods because that's Jeff Bezos. Go to buy it at Sprouts. And the, like, he would not shut up. And I was just like, poor Rosa. <laughs> like she, <laughs> and she is being so nice. And he's like, you know, I'm probably going to tip you more for sitting here listening to me. And she's like, eh, uh, I hope he tipped her. She deserved it because he would not shut up. It was, I felt so bad for her. And that's got to be one of those professions, too, with bartenders where someone just sits there, especially you get the alcohol going inside the person in front of you. They start to open up to you. I guess that's definitely a therapist job. He didn't even know how to order a martini. He's like, oh, I have a martini. And she's like, OK, which kind, gin or vodka? And he's like, what's the difference? I'm like, OK, like not that he has to be. Well, first, but if you're going to order one, don't you think you know which one you want? And she's like, well, one's made with gin, one's made with vodka. He goes, I'll do gin. Which one? Um, I have my house one and I have the top tier. What's the difference? Oh, my gosh. Shut up, man. Like, I was so annoyed with him. Um, Mike, good morning. What is your job and how do you double as a therapist? Good morning, Mercedes. Stacy Studio. Uh, yeah. Uber driver. Uber oh, yeah. driver. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. You probably hear it all. What's the last therapy session you had? All day long, every day. You poor thing. Uh, you guys. Marriages. Oh. Marriages. I've been married actually 22 years, and so they always ask me, what's the, what's the secret? What's the longevity of a long marriage? Don't get divorced. <laughs> That's good advice. You'll you'll stay married for a long time if you don't get divorced. <laughs> hey, Mike, you ever get one of those? Because I know I use Uber a lot, and you give that uh, the option of of selecting minimal conversation. Do, do you ever get a passenger that that clicks that, and do you get an alert when you pick them up that says this person doesn't want to talk? How does that work? No, not at all. Uh, you just fill each each individual passenger out, and it's a mix about fifty fifty. Um, more local drivers don't like to talk, you know, they usually have their earbuds in and just want to get to work. Uh, if you're on the strip picking up passengers or the, the tours, they like to talk. They, they're really curious about the, uh, Uber driving business here in Las Vegas. And yeah, they always ask you questions about that. And this is a ridiculous thing to like be upset about, but like, I really want to maintain my five star rating. And I'm afraid if I don't speak to the Uber driver, they're going to rate me lower uh, so I always talk, even if I'm not in the mood. So do you rate your non-talkers lower? No. Actually, I don't rate anyone. I rate all my customers five-star unless they're just absolutely rude. Oh, okay. Good to know. I could be quiet. Mike, can you swing by? Can we get a couple of you to, uh, to get our <laughs> ratings up, a couple drives? Yeah, with Mike? go around the block. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Appreciate the five-star rating. <laughs> Have a good one, Mike. Thank and thanks for your therapy sessions. I'm sure yeah. your, your, your writers appreciate that. We've got those tickets for you to go see Lady Gaga next hour at 825. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame names uh, of the inductees are, or nominees actually, are announced. We'll tell you who is going to be inducted. Also, the average couple is spending this amount of money on Valentine's Day. Wow. I, it, lucky people out there. And then also, we'll talk about a couple who stayed in an Airbnb. And wait until you hear what they stole from that Airbnb. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. Well, there you go, little Nas X. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and we got a request for pink. Judy wants some pink. We'll do it right after the hot three. Here we go.
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. The 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction nominees are in. And here's your list. The list includes Pat Benatar, Dolly Parton, Eminem, Judas Priest, Rage Against the Machine, and Lionel Richie. Some of the other nominees include Duran Duran, A Tribe Called Quest, Beck, Kate Bush, Devo, Eurythmics, MC5, and Carly Simon. Now, to be eligible, the individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to being nominated. Seven out of the 17 total nominees are on the ballot for the first time. So, inductees... Can, will be announced in May, but fans can vote now on the Rock Hall's website. So you're picking five of those. Well, let's say seven, since it's seven seven out of the seventeen. Who do you uh, who do you go with? Well, as you're rattling them off, I'm writing down the ones that would get my vote. I jotted down four right away. I did uh, Pat Benatar was the first one. Okay, Dolly Parton for sure. Why is she not in there? Yeah, Lionel Richie down there as well. Duran Duran, man, they should be in the Hall of Fame. So I got them down, and then just trying to think of the other ones you said. You said the Eurythmics were on there? Yeah, they're oh, on there. Annie Lennox and stuff she did with the Eurythmics, they should be in there as well. Yeah, this is uh, this is quite the class. This is great class. Like, I'm trying to look and see like who who would not go in there. They're all really influential. Who's like uh, the newbie on there? Beck, who seems... Eminem's I mean, pretty new. Yeah. I mean, all things considered. I mean, he really isn't that <laughs> new. But um, yeah, what a great uh, group of uh, artists there. That's going to be a tough one. Also this morning, we're two weeks away from Valentine's Day. So here's a little reminder to start thinking about it if you haven't already, because people are spending apparently a lot more than usual like a lot and it isn't just a little inflation here according to a study the average person with a significant other expects to shell out two hundred and eight dollars this year wow which is up 44 percent the average was 144 dollars last year and 142 dollars in 2020 that's a total of 416 dollars per couple if you have joint finances the biggest spenders are people who are just a year or two into their relationships they expect to drop an average of 247 dollars on the flip side people who are less than a year into their relationships are only 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 in quotes spending 186 dollars that money does include going out to eat at least 37 percent of couples are planning to go to a special dinner which is up 26 percent last year when we didn't uh you know when we weren't able to go out and stuff uh, as often 25 percent plan to have a special dinner at home and 16 percent just say they're going to get takeout and 39 percent of couples opted to skip valentine's day last year to save money but that number dropped to 31 percent this year we do a card, and that's it. We don't do dinner or anything like that. It'd be just we working on that Monday the fourteenth, but that's our that's our thing. So I'll, I'll get Laura a card. Um, she'll get me one, and that, that's the extent. So what's a card? Five six bucks if you go on a pricey card. That's how much we're spending on each other on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, you're way below the average on that. One. What are you guys doing? You guys, you guys do gifts, right? We do. We do. Um, I, I'm not. I've said it before. I'm not a huge like fan of Valentine's Day just because I feel like it's kind of forcing you, you know. But um, yeah, I already got his present, uh, or it's ordered. It's on its way. But um, yeah, we we get each other 
he he goes a little overboard, which I mean, I want to act like, oh, it's so annoying, but I secretly love it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, he he always goes overboard, but I always get him something really nice. Um, I, I don't know that I'm spending that much money, but um, it, it's something that he always asks for. It's funny. The thing I got him um, this year, it it's from a website that he typically gets stuff from. And so I got the notification that it was coming. And I was like, what did you order from this website? And he's like, I didn't order anything from this website. Oh. And I'm like, Oh, that was me. <laughs> did you say something? <laughs> and now he knows yeah. what website oh. I got it from, which is kind of a dead giveaway, but it was, it, he doesn't know specifically what it is. He'll still be surprised. Yeah. He might know generally what it is, but doesn't know exactly what it exactly. is, which is a nice thought. Finally, this morning, um, have you ever stayed in an Airbnb and accidentally stolen something? Like maybe a towel or a hairdryer or a book <laughs> or a cat? What? A man in the San Francisco area named Troy Farrell lost his cat Nubbins last fall. And then a month later, he got a call from a vet in L.A. saying that they had a cat with his information on her microchip. It was Nubbins. Great news, right? Well, no. The vet's office said that for legal reasons, they couldn't send Nubbins to him. Uh, hold her or even give him the names of the people who brought her in. So they had no choice but to return her to those people. Troy thinks that Nubbins was stolen by a couple that had stayed in an Airbnb in his neighborhood last fall. Some of his neighbors said that the couple was asking around about Nubbins and talked about how much they loved her. They might have thought she was a stray because Nubbins was an outdoor cat and was kind of known as the neighborhood cat before being adopted by Troy a few years back. But even if the neighbors didn't recognize Nubbins, would you really take a cat home from vacation with you before even checking to see if it had a microchip? In any event, it's been more than two months since Troy got the call and he's still trying to get Nubbins back. There's no word on who has her in L.A., but Troy's hoping that they do the right thing and return her. Yeah, when he first started the story, I was thinking that the person was actually staying in someone's house where they had a, a cat there. Could you imagine? <laughs> the house like, comes with a cat. Oh, my gosh. Okay, he's got AC. He's got a king-size bed, a jacuzzi. Oh, it also comes with a cat that we got to feed. Yeah, just don't forget to feed and change their uh, <laughs> change their litter box. <laughs> Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, those tickets. Lady Gaga, her jazz and piano residency returns. You're going. Your tickets are at 825. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 8.01. We were talking in the Hot 3 about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and how they have revealed the list. Uh, you can do your like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, nominating, I guess, or voting. The fan vote is, is happening right now. So some of the, the people that are nominated include Dolly Parton, uh, the Eurythmics, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie is on there. And I just saw Lionel Richie in concert on Saturday over at the Win, And it was such a great show. Like he truly has not skipped a beat. The guy has been doing this for how long? How long? I mean, he was a Commodore's the Commodore's first. Seventies, right? Yeah. And then, and then his solo career. At one point, he I thought of you, JC, because he even sang, "We Are the World." It Get was, out of it here! Was amazing. No it way. was amazing. I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. He's like, this next song I wrote with my dear friend Michael Jackson, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe Michael Jackson. 
co-wrote one of the songs that we know. And then it heard the dun, 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 dun. I was like, I looked at my husband. I'm like, no way. They're playing We Are the World. It was so cool. I would lose my mind. Yeah. That's what you heard. Oh, and just the whole, hold on, hold on. That. Yeah. I was like, nah. It was a great show. It was so good. So I, my vote is Sorry, for I, I, yeah, I got sucked into the song here. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if other people started to come out on stage with them, like special appearances? Oh, yeah. Well, they Cindy had Lauper. like on the screen, they showed some of the people. Oh, do like, they? Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Is he doing a sing-along? Does he open it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's my him. gosh, that voice. Isn't this crazy? I thought of you. I, I was like, oh, gosh, JC would be losing his mind right now. Who's second? Who's this? Come together as one. Oh, I don't know. This is... That's Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, when it's time to lend a Paul Simon. To I'm not sure. Cindy, when Cindy Lauper comes in, she she destroys it. It's awesome. She's great. Kenny, it's Kenny, your uh, boy Kenny. Let's just go through this whole song and say who's who. <laughs> James Ingram. <laughs> okay. okay sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm distracted because I had a story to tell about this. Sorry, when you bring that up, we go down that road. I know. Wait, wait, wait one, one more sidetrack. Okay. Then, then it's all yours. Uh, did you have you did you see the Kenny Rogers Gambler? Um, TLC Waterfalls remix. Oh, I heard it. Someone oh, sent it to me. So it was good. really good. We gotta play that. Okay. Steph, can you put that in? That's really, that's the that. remix that we didn't know we needed. Yeah, it it's was so really good. good. Okay. So anyway, I'm at the show and right before the show started, um, this woman comes down the aisle uh, coming towards, there's just two empty, empty seats right next to me. And so it was obvious she and her date were coming to those seats. And I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, I know her. And I turned to my husband. I said, is that so-and-so? And is this woman who her son and Sophie used to be like BFFs back in the day, like when they were like third grade BFFs, they would come over, we'd go trick-or-treating. I'm like, is that so-and-so? And he's like, no, that's not her. I'm like, are you sure? Because I know she had a mask on, but I, it looked like her. So it's like, okay, it's not her. So I'm just not going to say anything. So I'm sitting there and la la la. Turns out I look, she makes eye contact with me. I make eye contact with her and it is her. So we're talking, she has a date. I'd never met him. And we're just like, I can't believe what are the chances? We're sitting next to each other. So the show's going on, right? And her date, super nice guy, like really cool. I liked him a lot. He puts his arm around her and he starts rubbing her shoulder, but he didn't realize it. He was rubbing my shoulder. Instead of hers, like the way it was positioned, he was like, he had his thumb and he was like rubbing my shoulder and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh God. And I turned to my husband and go, he's, he's accidentally rubbing my shoulder. He goes, well, tell him to stop. I'm like, I don't want to kill his vibe. I don't want to, I don't want to make it awkward. He's like, well, he's, he'll probably stop in a couple minutes. I'm like, but I don't I feel comfortable. So I'm like, oh my gosh, do you think I should have said something? I wouldn't have said something. I would have moved, like <laughs> like lean back to. That's a long arm to get around and, and like to, well, to hit the, your shoulder. The, that theater, I gotta say, those those seats are really close together in that theater. So, so we were like I'm on top it, of each so other. I'm feeling she's to your right. She's to my right. Yeah, and so, his, he's to yeah. Her, her. He's to her right. No, wait, wait, wait. No, she, yeah. So it's him, her, and then me. And he's got his arm around her shoulder, and I'm right there. And he's like. Was well, gonna say if it was her, him, you, and he's rubbing your shoulder, we have a whole no, different a totally, issue then. Yeah, he didn't realize it because I think his hand was still touching. I think it was rubbing both shoulders. To be honest, well, I can see like, the dangle over. You know, yeah. you're just kind of you're you're also with it, if Lionel's on stage, you're kind of you know half paying attention. You're just thinking you're kind of gently rubbing your date's shoulder. I wouldn't have said something. 
because maybe the, she's like, well, you're rubbing shoulders. You're you're going to rub my shoulder on this date. I don't know. I don't want to ruin his vibe, like you said, but I would have done something to stop it, like either got up to use the bathroom or lean in and gave Matt a, lean more towards Matt to break up the massage. I I didn't have the heart to to ruin the vibe. I really didn't want to mess up things. So I let him continue to rub, and I was sitting there like, oh my gosh, I got to find a way. And then at, at some point, Lionel goes, everybody stand up. I was like, thank God. So we all stood up, and I'm like, woo, dancing on the ceiling or whatever. And then when I sat back down, I went as far to the left of the seat, leaning into my husband as possible, so that would not happen again. It was just so awkward. Have you ever, like, mistaken your spouse for someone else where you like start rubbing the wrong shoulder or you I know you did something once where you sniffed a stranger's hair because he thought it was your yeah, wife yeah and that just actually replayed yesterday on the on the uh, on the replay show yesterday that story played where I was down Austin City Limits and uh and we were down there and I I swear Laura was in front of me and Gautier was on stage and I just kind of looked around and then just soaking it all in and I go to sniff like Laura's hair and I'm like that doesn't smell like Laura it's not and it, it wasn't her it, it was not her she <laughs> for some creeper. reason people had shuffled around and uh, yeah it was someone different in front of me but what if you would have said something to this guy but like hey, you know hey Tommy you're rubbing my shoulder uh, and and the and the, your friend and Tom would have looked at you and said we know oh god. <laughs> Imagine. Both like, yeah. like, mm, okay, well, it's good to see you. Tell him that I said hello. No, yeah. I didn't have the heart because he they, he was seriously so nice, and I was just like, this. He's gonna think I'm mean if I. So I just I didn't want to do it, so I just get let your him. hands off me, you pervert. <laughs> I, I let <laughs> a stranger rub my shoulder, just like you know what? I'm just gonna let this go on because I like her, I like him. I'm not gonna say anything. So um, we were talking about before we are the world, and then Kenny Rogers came up, and Steph put that remix yeah. in here, uh, the Kenny Rogers tlc waterfalls remix this is insane you guys have to hear this are you guys ready you want to hear it oh, I, I heard it before i love it it's okay, fantastic here we go ready Is that not so cool? I love that. I, I'm not even like a super Kenny Rogers fan, but now I'm a super fan. <laughs> Good stuff. We got tickets to go see Lady Gaga coming up here. Her jazz and piano residency is back. Dolby Live, Park MGM. They go on sale Friday. Your tickets are coming up in about 15 minutes. Glass Animals Heat Waves kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning and there's tickets for you to go see Lady Gaga or just about five minutes from right now. And we were just talking earlier in the hour. You went to go see Lionel Richie and the fact that he played We Are the World is just spectacular that he does that. I, I, I hope that wasn't like a spoiler, um, but I, <laughs> I guess I I just I didn't expect it. Yeah. And, but some a lot of people didn't see, seem surprised. But if you get a chance to go see him, you definitely have to. He was so 
great. There was I, I didn't get a chance to tell you this, Mercedes, but this happened on on Friday night. So we are the world featured Michael J- Jackson, and as we're talking about this, kind of triggered uh, something happening over the weekend. I love when these like small world moments happen. And if you experienced a small world moment, if so, what was it? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. We're at the place where we do dinner every Friday night, uh, my wife and I, and the bartender's name is Cooper. I've talked about him before. We see him every single Friday night for the past year. Um, and we just come to know him very well. And there's another people next to us that I know as well. We're having a conversation about concerts. And somehow we start talking about first concerts. And people are saying what their first concerts are. And, and goes to Cooper. And he's like, ah, yeah, mine was, uh, mine was back in Philly. I did the, um, the, the, the Jackson 5, the Victory Tour, the reunion tour back in 1984. And I looked at him. And I'm like, very funny. What was your first concert? Because that was my first concert. He's like, no, that was my first concert. I'm like. Like, dude, you're messing with me. That was my first concert. I must have told you that. That's why you're saying. He's like, no, that was my very first concert. Here's this guy that has pretty much spent his entire life in Las Vegas, had a couple months where they lived in New Jersey. His very first concert was the same one as mine, and we're like really good friends now. And then we start talking about the concert. I'm like, oh, he was there for two nights. The show was two nights. He's like, he went night two. I went went night two. I'm like, well, where did you sit? He's like, well, if you're looking at the stage, we're nosebleeds, upper right. I'm like... That's where we were sitting. We were like in the same general area the same night. It was such a small world moment. That is crazy. And who who knew that your paths would eventually cross at some point? And like at that point, you were two strangers. And then life took him in one direction. Life took you in one direction. And it all ended up crossing at this restaurant. Like that, that if you truly think about that, that is, that's crazy. It's, Life is crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. These, and I wonder if like we, we saw each other or walked past each other or you, I bumped into them or something. And then just year, all these years later from 1984 until now. And here we are finally realizing we're at that same spot. It's just that stuff messes with my mind. Have you ever had one of those small world moments where you were like, wait a second. We were both at the same place at this same time at like years ago or you realize that you crossed paths with someone a long time ago who was it what happened 702-364-9400 uh jennifer has a comment about her first concert hey jennifer good morning good morning hey what what was it for you so crazy enough my first concert victory tour at dodger stadium Oh, it was uh, back in 1984. It was an awesome tour. Yeah. You know, all the Jacksons, and then they stepped aside, and Michael would come out for like 20 minutes yep. and do his thing, because that's what a lot of people were going for, just to see Michael, and you got 20 minutes of Michael Jackson. That's, that's awesome. That is so it funny. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah. like it was a common first concert, because we just got on the text lines. Uh, it says, shut up, JC. That was mine, too. That is crazy. No way. Small world. That's from T. Uh, this text says, my first concert was Flyleaf. It, I, I'm not familiar with Flyleaf. It was a free concert. It was insane. A mosh pit broke out next to me, and I'm five feet tall, so I was a little freaked out. Then some guy peed on the fence next to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that you'll remember forever. <laughs> Your husband and I, Matt, almost, we, I feel like it's kind of a small world moment, but like talking about paths crossing, I felt like our paths almost crossed. It was, he spent time. In, in Cape May, New Jersey. What was he doing? A Navy training? A Coast Guard. Coast Guard training. Uh, and he was there. I remember that summer he was there. My family, we were supposed to go down for vacation and spend a week down there. But they had some uh, 
medical debris washing up on the shore there, so we didn't go. But if that wouldn't have washed up, we would have been down there for a week in, in Cape May, and like Matt and I would have been like in the same area at the same time. Back in the this would have been the early nineties when this went down. Yeah, that's crazy. And and he uh, he, I don't know. They didn't let him in because of some a stomach issue or something that I can't even remember what it was. But like who. Who knows if maybe you would have gone out there had there been no medical stuff washing on shore and then he saved you. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm going to work with your future wife. Yeah. You're like, wait, like, what? Huh? <laughs> uh, let's talk to Amber. Amber, what was your small world moment? Yeah, so uh, my husband and I actually meeting each other years later, but we went to the same prom with two different people um, <laughs> at the same time. Oh, my wow. gosh. How weird. And do you even keep yeah. in touch with those people anymore? No, not really. But it's, it's pretty funny because we were like five years into our marriage before we realized we were at the same prom together. <laughs> oh, wow. that That's like when it hits you. You're like, whoa. I literally was right next to my soulmate. Yeah. And I didn't know it at the time. Uh, this text just came in. It says, small world moment. I lived down the street from my husband my entire life. He lived up West Cheyenne. I lived just down West Cheyenne. We never met until he sent me a rave invite on Facebook, <laughs> which he was using a bot to do. I reached out because I thought he was cute. We hit it off from there. That is so funny. These are great stories. I, I, we, Matt and I determined that we crossed paths many times before we actually ended up meeting. Just in town, uh-huh. like at places. Like I was there for that. No, I was. Oh my gosh! So it was just like, well, it was just fate trying to get it right, and it kept messing up. So yeah. we had to finally do it a different way. It takes time it yeah. to get those wires uh, to, to line up just right. Let's do this right now. So caller twenty seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Your caller twenty. You get to play heads up, and this is an incredible prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Lady Gaga as she returns to Las Vegas for her jazz and piano residency on April 14th through May 1st over at Dolby Live at Park MGN. She'll be performing stripped-down versions of her hits as well as music from the Great American Songbook. You'll definitely want to check it out. Your tickets are here right now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six and 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 Play, 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hi, D. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. You're Caller 20. You're yeah. playing Heads Up. Right now, you have no idea. You have no idea. I'm so we, right now. we are stoked for you because you, these are your tickets. Like you literally are going to win these in a matter of seconds. So let's like right. let's make this happen. Your pick a category. Do you want to go with athletics? I do or bubblegum? Let's do bubblegum. Bubblegum. Okay. Uh bubblegum day is on Friday. So these are all different kinds of candy. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Let's roll with you. You're putting the good energy into the universe. Okay. Let's do that. It's done. It It is done. These tickets are yours. Let's just make it happen. Okay. Okay. Easy enough. (laughs) D, here we go. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Lady Gaga. And ladies, you start now. Twizzlers, red vines. These are types of... Licorice. Yes. Um, These are chewy little things that look like cute little teddies. Jelly beans? Um, Uh, Gummy bears. Yes. This is... um, You get one of these when you go to the doctor. A dum-dum is a... A lollipop. Yes. Um, These come in like four pieces 
Reese's that you break off and you eat. They're chocolate with way, like wafery candies. Yep. This is, um, there's white, there's dark, there's milk. Chocolate. Yes. This is, uh, you might put this on an apple for Halloween and decorate it. Caramel. Uh, yeah. Yes. Wow. Is that six? Is that yeah. is six. D, you are so yes. good. Congratulations. Oh, I am so trying now. Thank you. <laughs> D, way to go. You just got tickets to go lady, see Lady Gaga. Jazz and Piano Residency. Dolby Live. Park MGM. <laughs> April 14th is when it kicks off. These tickets go on sale Friday. D is all set with her tickets. Look at that. We'll have more of these tickets to go see Lady Gaga tomorrow morning. So we go from one woman who's about to start an awesome residency to a woman who just canceled her residency. Here's Adele. It's <laughs> Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is 842. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. I was off yesterday. I had to run out of town uh, for my aunt's funeral and uh, I got back in late last night and it's just like I kept saying this morning it's it was only one day I was gone but I feel like it's been two weeks since I've seen you guys it was so crazy it was, when you left at what like 7 8 o'clock on Monday and it does seem like five years ago yeah it's, and welcome back <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been so be long that. what is new in missed world? you guys we, no, we, did, we did miss you yesterday and it just and um, we're happy we're able to be there with your family in this, in this time of need that's just not a fun situation to be in and we're just sorry for everything you guys are going through. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I just, uh, it, it, I think maybe the reason why it seemed like such a long 48 hours or whatever it was was just because I, there was just so much that went into that short period of time. And, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to be there. She was my godmother. Um, my cousins, her kids asked if I would speak at the wake, which I absolutely was like, yes, 100% I will. And uh, I did that. And her passing was, it, it was a very sudden thing. It it was not expected. It was literally, she was diagnosed with um, a lymphoma and the date from the day she was diagnosed to the day that she passed, it was exactly one month. <sighs> like it just boom happened. And, um, Seeing my my cousins in that state of shock and ah, uh, I don't want to get emotional because it it was it was just it, if you have not lost a parent, I envy you. It is the hardest. It is one of the hardest things in the world, and I just felt so bad for them because. They were wrecked. They were absolutely wrecked losing their mom. And it was just, it was so heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, I obviously went through that five years ago and I just wanted to be there for them. You know, that was the most important thing. And um, yeah, if, if you've never experienced that, it it is a bad, it was, it's a, it's a trauma and it's a pain. And I just hated seeing them go through that. It was really hard. Yeah. I don't think something, uh, just the fact that you were down there with them and it's wonderful that you spoke to. I just think the fact that you were there, whether you said any words or not, I think just probably having your presence down there probably just meant, and whether you had a chance to talk to them or not, probably just meant the world to them. They'll be in that situation of, and just seeing you there, like, wow, Mercedes is here for us. That, that probably just meant 
so much to them, whether they convey that to you or not. Just I would imagine that mindset, just having you there, just meant the world to them. Well, that's nice of you to say. I I was happy to do it. There was no question in my mind when I found out that it was happening. I was going to be there, and so yeah, it, it went a lot. But on top of that, there was some there were some really huge positives. I got to spend a lot of time with Patsy and Cecil, who you guys met. Yeah, <laughs> sort they of. sound awesome. Um, those are my my aunts. Those are my dad's sisters, and um, I think being with them that reminds me a lot of being with my dad and same thing for them they were like just being with you reminds us of our brother so much and so that was neat and then probably my favorite thing of the weekend was i mentioned this earlier kind of my my brother that's right next to me in age he and i have had a lot of ups and downs and um especially when my father died we had a lot of downs mostly downs and it's been you know we haven't seen each other for a few years and i asked him if i could come over since i was going to be in new mexico if i could come see him if i could come see the kids and uh he was like you absolutely can and it was so sweet i showed up they had lunch prepared for me (laughs) it was just the nicest thing and then as i was leaving i didn't have a lot of time but i wanted to stop by again to see him and his his kids my my nephew and my niece and they were just so sweet and my little niece julia she's like she talks in this way of this she sounds like she's singing she's like do you want to know something and i was like what julia she goes you are my new best friend and she's so sweet and gentle and dainty and i'm like you're my new best friend she goes and i think you're so beautiful i'm just like oh heartbreaking it was was just so sweet it was just it was amazing it was truly amazing uh did your brother go to any of this stuff or so where was everything located so everything was in the town of espanola and that's it's about an hour and a half north of albuquerque which is where my brother lives and no my brother did not go he was not able to he has some um work commitments that mm-hmm. he just could not get out of so i was basically representing my my family for all you know all of us so he was not able to go and yeah i know you said that this is your this is your dad's sister my dad no my dad's sister-in-law sister-in-law okay so, yeah so his brother uh my uncle elias um it was his wife okay yeah so and then i got to see my car my new, my my new, my old Volkswagen that my dad left me when he passed, and I sent pictures of it to Steph, so she'll she'll post oh, them so you can, can see you the share bug. them with me. Oh Let's yeah, absolutely. I'm waiting all morning for these things. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, absolutely. I'll send them. She just asked me to to, to send them to her now so she could post them. So uh, don't mind don't thing. mind all the cobwebs. And no, stuff. I, you've been talking about this car since this, you know for five years, and this is something that you've been talking about at some point. I know you want to bring it up here and keep it restored and and have your father's memory live on through this. I want to see it picture this thing i just sent in to you so um you can see it and then she'll post them so you can see my if anyone does car restorations jc i know you have connections i need someone to help me restore this so i gotta put some seat belts in there <laughs> I, I gotta i gotta the paint is perfect but the rest of it needs some work <laughs> uh they haven't come through yet i can't wait oh, to see them when they do uh, probably because i sent too many of them they're, they're on their way beautiful no rush we got the hot three coming up next what do you got for us okay we are gonna talk about how your 2022 is going so far we're into february what do the majority of americans say also are you an internet troll you would be surprised at how many people admit to being one and what states have the most and women are twice as likely to fake it if they are this 
Are you one of those? We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. You need to get this thing up here ASAP. Did you see it? Did you get them? Yeah, I do. I'm looking at these photos now. This is that. It's first off, it's in great condition. You Isn't look past it? the cobwebs, and you always hear these stories of people finding cars in barns, like barn finds, and you wonder how they get there. Don't let this become like a barn find where you guys like forget about this car. Not that you would, but next thing you know, five, ten, fifteen more years go by, and you haven't brought this thing up here. No, it's I in need great to. Condition. I need to get it here to Vegas. I need to. I need to have someone help me restore it. But yeah, it's in perfect. It's restored, condition. by the way. It's it's in great. I, mean, I know you want to add some price safety features to it, but it's like. It's in incredible condition. I'm zooming in. The paint I, looks awesome. I got to send you this. I, I We didn't post this just because it's the license plate on it. Um, but I love the license plate. It was, it's my dad's license plate. I'm sending it to you now. Um, and it's just, it's got his, he drove this car to work every single day. Like, And it still has. When did he drive this to work? Back when he was a teen? No, no, no. He drove this in the in the nineties and two thousands. Like he Well how did it end up down there? Because he wanted my grandpa to restore it. Oh, okay. Oh, my grandpa was going to do it. Um, and then my grandpa passed away, and it just kind of stayed there. Okay, I see. The, okay. Yeah, so I there I, I sent you the license plate, and then um, I just sent you his little work. St- you know how you have, like, a sticker to get into places? Yeah, so they yeah. To, this little work sticker is still on there um, on the windshield, and I said, I'm like, that's staying on there. Like, I'm just going to keep that on there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that cute? Oh, <laughs> Look at that. So th- that was the was that the last time it was was registered in 06? Did he send it down in 06? Yeah, must have been 06. Man. I know. But don't let Leah don't and there's there's places in town that customize. They just focus on 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 Beatles. I mean that thing is in, don't let the cobwebs take away from the fact that that is in great condition. My uh my car detailer, he's been texting me. He's like, "I want to see pictures of the car." So I sent them to him. So, Cesar, I'm depending on you to help clean up those cobwebs. Please. Oh yeah, get looking really nice. I'll pay way extra. I That's know it. it's going to be some work. By the time you drive it up here, the wind will blow off all the cobwebs. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Think about that. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. It's brought to you by the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Okay, so we're about what? 9% of the way through 2022 so a new poll asked people how the year was going for them so far and for most of us it's so so 11 percent said it's great 26 percent said it's good and 41 percent said it's okay 10 percent have said that so far it's bad seven percent said terrible and five percent <laughs> say they just don't know yet if you break it down by demographics younger people were far more likely to say it's going great older people were l- likely to say it's just so so and politically republicans were more likely to be down on 2022 already so out of all those choices great good okay bad terrible and don't know where do you fall i gotta go with great Great. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a fantastic year. It yeah. really has uh, some great things are happening, and uh, it's been a great year for my wife, too. And great. I'll check it off in a second. And, and I've learned something, too. As far as the Chinese New Year and everything, it's the year of the tiger. Uh, I was born in the year of the tiger. So what have you been yeah, born, we're in both t- born in so the year? So th- th- that's supposed to be extra special when like it's your year of the tiger. It's now the year of the tiger again. It's supposed to be an extra special year for us. That's good. I would say good just because of like recent events. Yeah. But up until like recent events, I'd say it was great. Also, like really great. There's some same things. There's some really great things that are happening. Um, and then you had when you have a death in the family, it's hard to say it's great. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Of so, but it's definitely been good on that end. Steph. 
I can't complain besides, of course, like the loss of my family, my my grandma. But I'm very blessed. I think we all are just to have a job and to be healthy. It's been really good so far. Yeah. Well, wait, you said good. You're good. Good. Okay. Why? No. She, she had a loss yeah, too. So. Yeah. 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 We were talking about it yesterday too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got a chop. My lips feel chopped. <laughs> Put some stuff on. Okay. Um, also, this morning, internet trolling is when you intentionally post stuff on social media that you know people will get angry about. So then they'll come back at you and you can mess with them some more. So have you ever trolled someone online? A new study found more of us do it than you might expect. Someone polled thousands of Americans in all 50 states and overall 17% admitted to trolling someone in the past. That's about one in six people. They also looked at at where those internet trolls live and it turns out people in some states are more likely to do it or at least admit to do it number one in the rankings is west virginia 27 percent of people admit that they have trolled someone before the states where you're most likely to be an internet troll are west virginia kansas oklahoma uh maine north carolina and colorado uh of only about 5% in Delaware admit to trolling someone. So it sounds like they're pretty nice there. They're good people down yeah, in Delaware, the, over there in Delaware. The rest of the bottom five are Hawaii, Connecticut, North Dakota, and a tie between Wyoming and New Mexico. So that's where you're going to get the least amount of trolls. As far as Nevada goes, 18% of us are in tro- are, are considered trolls in this state. So I, it looks like we fall right kind of in between all of that. So <laughs> Trolls make me laugh. Really do. Get a life. It's just it's attention-seeking yeah. at its finest. You're just you want attention and you do it in a negative way. So, well, get issues, you trolls. Enjoy. (laughs) Uh, Finally, this morning. So, ladies, please tell me this is not true. And guys, please tell me that your egos are not this fragile. A new study has found women are twice as likely to uh, fake, you know, fake it, fake the trip to Ohio, if you will, if they earn more money than their husband or boyfriend. They're more likely to fake it if they are the breadwinner. So they, so if they're the breadwinner, they're more likely to feel like they have to protect the guy's ego in other ways. It also found women fake more in general when they think a guy is worried about his, his manhood or his ego is at stake. And when that's the case, women tend to sacrifice their own, own needs in the bedroom to make sure that they don't ruffle any feathers. You're the breadwinner in your house. Is this true? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's absolutely not true. As a matter of fact, like, it, it, you know, obviously, without getting into too much detail, my husband's very aware of me and he just... He's very focused on me, and it's very sweet. And sometimes I feel bad and selfish, but it's very nice. I I'm very appreciative of it. Steph, uh, I don't know how is, how is it for you guys. I, I I'm not sure who's the breadwinner. Oh, Laura's the breadwinner, hands oh, okay. down, in my house. Yeah, uh, I have to get her on the phone. But I think um, seems everything seems very happy. Seems uh, that very, or very, she's an excellent favorite. Yeah, exactly. Just don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Seventeen years has been fake the entire time. She seems uh, very very pleased when we when we do the. Little, little dance. <laughs> do the little dance. <laughs> we, do, we do our dance. <laughs> Steph, what about?
allowed you? Are you the breadwinner in your house? I am. I am. But there's no faking with me on in any counts. I don't think I fake anything, even um, in professionally as well. So no, no faking here. I just don't understand <laughs> the point. You know, if, if it's a time thing, like oh, you know, I got places to be, things to do. Like oh, okay, yay. Um, but it, it just doesn't serve anyone, right? Even if someone has a fragile ego, don't you want to help make them stronger? Why would you feed into that? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? And it's, that, yeah, I'm going to say Laura has never faked it because. It was, <laughs> that's a lie. No, no. no that's a lie. <laughs> no, that's a lie. Say why. And, like every woman has at some point in her life. Like, yeah, I would even say I have at some point the, in my the, life. You triggered my memory. This past Sunday, we, we started to dance. No, it's Saturday morning. I initiated it. She had a lot of stuff going on. I initiated it. And uh, we just, we couldn't, we couldn't finish the game. And she just, she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm like, okay, we'll circle back later on, maybe. <laughs> I, just, I would just, put money on to it. Stop. Ask her if she ever has with you, ever in her entire life. You don't have to right now. But oh, yeah, like, yeah. Or, like, I'm report. not trying to be this, oh, alpha male she eagle She has at some point. But she's always very honest about, like, it's, it's not happening. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll you know, it's we'll come back. It's no big deal. It's not the end of the world. We're not going anywhere. Steph, We're married. what do you think? Has every woman at some point or another... I think in the, um, I, f- I feel like one way or another, if even if it was in the beginning of the relationship or even just, you know, maybe even one nighters or something like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I think those, I mean, I can't, I, yeah. But yeah. she is very honest about it. Just, uh, just like it's not happening. I'm like, okay. But she's, she's faked it. I promise you. <laughs> I mean, she, she probably has. I'll, 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 put, I'll give you all the money in my wallet if I'm wrong. That was a very blanket statement of saying, but I should, should rephrase that word. There, she's, majority of the time, she's very honest about the That's uh, good. Yeah, about that the I honest. believe. And this past Saturday morning was an honest trip for us. That Plus, was the last one? Yeah, and you would have only won like $5 anyway, because I don't care. You can that's Gail, A, B, C, D, E, Forget You. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. I want you, Mercedes, to enter this uh, this fictitious world for me, okay? It's a fictitious world where you're single. And you're going on a first date with a guy this Friday night. Oh, I just had a panic attack. I'm canceling. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. Not doing it. Not going. Not going. <laughs> I'm who's, out. Who's the guy? What does he do for a living? <laughs> What's the worst thing someone could do on a first date? There's a survey that was done. And I'm looking at what people have down as number one. And I'm thinking if I'm single and I go on a first date and my date does this, it's not, in my mind, it's not the worst thing. But according to the survey, this is the worst thing that someone could do on a first date. What do you think it is? Hmm, I have two. Let me think which one I would think is worse. I think the one I think is worse because I think just in and of itself, it's one action that, you know, maybe some people can overlook. But to me, it speaks of their true character as a person. And it's if they are rude to whoever the server is. Oh, yes. That is, that just tells me what kind of person you are, what I'm dealing with. Not going to do it. So I'm out. I'm, I'm right there with you. That's a good one. And what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Or what's the worst, what's the rudest thing someone did on a first date with you? That's not in this top 510, Mercedes. I'm shocked because, okay, then how about this one? This was my other one. Uh, it's they're late for the first date. Oh, that is on there. It was late. Yes, but it's one, two, three, four, five. That's the sixth thing on there. Okay. Was late for that. That would be it. That would be it. That would bug me. That just, and and believe me, I understand there, there are issues, there are emergencies, there's traffic and stuff, but it just, if they're just late, just to be late to make an entrance, then that just kind of speaks of what they think of you. Yeah. It says about their character too. Yeah. And the traffic stuff, you know, then again, plan accordingly. You know, there's going to be traffic. It's not a surprise, but if someone's late, that bothers you. Even like in a, a professional setting, I think I talked about it last week. Someone's like 20 minutes late on me. It's like, come on, it's rude. Yeah. Like it, you obviously don't have any respect for my time and you know, 
two, five, ten, even fifteen minutes. That's fine. But after that, it's just ridiculous. I think this is number three on the list, and I think this would affect Steph definitely. Chewed their food loudly. <laughs> that was my first one. Is if that number one? That was, that was going to say for me. That's number one. If they chew too loud, uh, uh-uh, you ain't getting a second date. Or I'll just call them out, like, "Oh, you liking your food over there, huh? I can tell. I can hear you." The bottom one on the list is didn't offer to split the bill. Is that the worst thing? They don't offer to split the bill. I that, get it. It happens. But seriously, the worst thing? No, that's not the worst thing. No, I all... mean, it's kind of rude, but whatever. Um, so Chew Their Food Lally was number three. Number two is had used intentionally misleading photos in an online dating profile. <laughs> well, and that kind of shows a little uh, deceptiveness. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It's pretty easy to take a selfie current day. Sans filter. (laughs) (laughs) I I would agree. That way you're thinking one thing and then you go like, wait a second, who's this person? The person's already lying to you before the date even started. Yeah, that's that's true. That's kind of annoying. Okay, I'll give you number one. Would this bother you? These are the worst thing that could happen on a first date. Texted slash was on the phone. Okay, not the worst thing, but... Uh, annoying. I, I think if you're on a date, your phone should not be on the table. I, I see, and I, I do the same thing. Like, you know, when we go out, there's my phone right there. Mm-hmm. But then I think about it. If we're out with friends or something, I never put my phone on the table. Because to me, that's saying, hey, you're important to me right now, but something more important might come up. <laughs> so I just want to keep this right here. Now, if you have kids and stuff, I get that. And that's why I have my watch. So I can quickly look. It's not a text from my kid. Okay, then it's it can wait. I'm not going to read the text. I just know who's sending it. I uh, I always put my phone on the table because I don't like it in my pocket when I sit down. I don't like that phone, the bulky phone in my pocket, but I always put it like face down and out of the way so I don't see it. If someone text messages, I don't see it when it comes in. I don't hear it. It's on silent mode. So I do put it on the table face down and kind of out of the way. But if I'm on can, a- you, can you just like put it next to you in the booth though? Because I still think that the people that are with you will still think that you're like bigger name, other line. You know what I mean? If I'm if I'm a booth option, yes. But if I'm at a chair, if I'm sitting on like a solo oh, chair, yeah, you can't. You're, or you're, at a bar, he has to go on the table. Yeah, but it's like out of, out of. It's not like face up. It's like out of reach. Like it's over there. It's like. Could just, you put it like in your pants behind you, like right above your butt crack? Just put it right there. Like a like in the actual pan itself. Yeah. Like slide it in there. Not in the pocket, but just in the yeah, pan. Yeah, it's weird. It's cold. Just just keep it there. That way, it's out of the way. People do that. Don't <laughs> no, the keep... I've, I've never seen anyone do that. Don't ladies keep it in their in their bra. Uh, I I don't know that that is that not good for you. Like you have it right there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be a bad thing to do. Well, same thing in your pocket. So everybody man's testicles. This is very true. This is very true. I never thought about like it. JC, I'm looking at you putting in your phone in your uh, upper area. It looks good on you. You should <laughs> do that crack. next time. <laughs> Just don't be offended if it does the face ID and it opens when you put it there. <laughs> it's oh. Like, oh it's, it's you, boob. <laughs> well, there you go. If you're going on a first date tonight, this weekend, don't text or don't call someone because it's rude, according to this survey. Especially another date. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But it's Ed Sheeran on Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And in the last 12 months, Ed Sheeran's songs were played 4.3 million times on the radio worldwide. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. NHL All-Star Weekend is trending. It's coming up. They announced the full lineup of entertainment and special guests for this weekend's 2022 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend. Now, Blanco Brown's going to be singing the national anthem with singer Fausia performing O Canada before the game on Saturday. 
There's going to be some celebrity judges for the NHL All-Star Skills Competition. They include actor John Hamm, Terry Fader is going to be a part of it, and hockey legends Paul Coffey and Mark Messier. Now, it was previously announced that Machine Gun Kelly is going to perform in the game's second intermission while Grammy Award-winning artist and DJ Zed will open with a performance during player introductions. Very exciting. And a, and a win for the Golden Knights last night. Yeah, big win against Buffalo last night. Also, to side note, big win for UNLV, the Rebels, they beat uh, Nevada. They took down the Wolfpack last night. Big game last night. And there's a lot going on, too, with the NHL. There's the NHL Fanfare that's over at the Convention Center. That starts on Thursday. Huge interactive experience over there. And then with the Pro Bowl, activities start today. You can go watch the guys practice this week. It's so much happening in town. Just going back to the game last night, mm-hmm. I was... Um my my boyfriend Alex Tuck oh, he's plays back. for Buffalo uh-huh. now, and I have to admit, when he scored against the Golden Knights, I cheered. Didn't the people in the crowd of the game last night cheer too? Yes, yeah. So there's still a lot of love for for Tucky. I, I I'm sad to see him go, and I of course I still wanted the Golden Knights to win, but when he scored, I was like, mm, yay! Yeah, so happy I don't think him. you're alone on that one. I know. Also trending this morning is Simon Cowell, the talent show judge, did it again. He crashed his e bike. And ended up in the hospital. Sources say he was riding around London last week and he took a corner too sharp and the tires ended up going out from underneath him. He ended up crashing. I guess he broke his left arm and bruised his cheek. He may have also suffered a concussion, but the source also says he's going to be okay. It's just, it's time to wear some protective gear on that e-bike, Simon. It's just not working out for you, buddy. Yeah, throw a helmet on, man. You got to be careful out there, dude. And then finally this morning, Valentine's Day, it's just a around the corner and to celebrate Krispy Kreme is trending. They have unveiled their 22 2022 Valentine's Day donut collection and they sound so good. Can we please do a try it Tuesday on this? Like these sound amazing. There's the Berry Best Valentine's Day donut which looks it's a chocolate icing and chocolate sprinkles and it's decorated like a little teddy bear. Then they have the Be Mine donut which is filled with strawberries and cream and red icing and then there's a little fondant bee decoration on it. There's the Cookie to My Cream donut which is a donut filled with cookies and cream dipped in white uh, icing with chocolate icing drizzle and confetti heart sprinkles and then the my batter half donut this one is filled with cake batter can you believe it that sounds so good dipped in pink icing topped with heart sprinkles they're available through valentine's day and that is what's trending Save Max, it's Mix 94.1. We've got Alanis Morissette coming up here in a second. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, thank you guys for all the nice messages and, and DMs and, and things that you've sent my way um, over the past uh, day and a half. It's wow. It's just overwhelming and I'm so appreciative of that. And I'm so glad to be back with you two. I missed you guys even though it was just one day. I'm serious. Have like, I have abandoned issues and I cannot handle not being around you guys. It's just not, well, we're happy you're it's back. not you, good. You were missed. You, we looked at your studio with sadness. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to play another round of Incoherent. So it's tied. One to one to one. Uh, we go in. Someone's going to take the lead this week. It should be very exciting. And uh, that's it for us. Well, what's going on? What's the line of the day? There are rumors that Adele, if she doesn't return to Caesars Palace for her residency, that maybe Park MGM or Resorts World would pick her up. Well, I got to go back to this one. I think Mercedes and Cecil was on point with her thoughts. Hey, Cecil, do you think Adele will actually go through with her residency? Oh. 
She was not. She was busy watching. She was playing. Uh, she, she was playing Wordle at that time, so she was concentrating on that. Two other things going on. I think we all agree with you. What? Huh? What? Who cares? <laughs> and that'll do it for show number fifteen fifty nine of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix nine four one fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.